Now, I'm going to have to tell you, I don't know how it happened. Because history failed to record it. But Phyllis Provost, a professional storyteller, writing in a, in a good piece of work several years ago called The Storyteller's Companion to the Bible, pictured it something like this. The man got up and approached one of the servants. Excuse me, I need your assistance. The servant looked at the questioner suspiciously. He had the lowliest of duties. And people tended to avoid eye contact with him at almost all cost. It was rare that anyone would ever speak to him. And when they did, it generally meant trouble. This guest, however, had a kind face. And somehow, he was different. His voice was pleasant, and his eyes were kind. I want to show them something, the stranger said, but I need to borrow your equipment. Then he picked up the servant's wash basin and a towel from beside his feet. And the servant was confused. Uh, Forgive me, sir, but I'm going to be needing that shortly. You see, the feet of the guests, they, they need to be washed. Yes, I know, the man replied. That's what I intend to do. But, 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 sir, you can't do that. I never thought of that. The man replied, it must take quite a bit of experience to do this properly. Well, the the servant mumbled, there is actually something of a knack to it. A lot of people don't appreciate what really goes into being a servant Doing a good job foot washing is really an art. And when you do it right, you make people feel good about themselves. And you can can see it on their faces. They're more relaxed. Washing their feet, you can make them feel welcome. Oh, then you enjoy your work, the stranger remarked. Enjoy it? No way! You would not believe some of the things that I have to put up with. First, you got your smelly feet. And some of those things, they stink so bad they knock you down. Some folks... Get a kick out of harassing you, if you will excuse the pun. In some folks, their attitudes are even stinking worse than their feet. Most try to have as little contact with you as they possibly can. Out of fear, I believe, because they don't want to get too close to you as a servant because they might get associated with you. 
if they get too close. But you know, you really can't blame them. I mean, who would be a servant if they really didn't have to be? On the other hand, they're really missing out on some good things. Because you see, when, when, when you wash someone's feet, it's almost impossible for them not to look right at you. If you look at them, they look at you in those moments. They know that you know about their warts and their bunions and the sores. But you're willing to hold their feet anyway. And when you have a chance to treat someone's cuts and bruises that life has given to them, you can put them at ease. But that's why you need to know what you're doing because when you get around people's tender spots, you can either help them or or you can hurt them more. You see, they're, they're vulnerable at that time. But a good servant knows how to put them at ease and they use their skill to renew them. It can go either way, you know. That's why when some people get an attitude towards you, it, it just makes you feel like, you know, you got their, their bunions are just like right there and you just want to... But you don't. Because it's not their attitude that's important. It's your attitude. That's important. And if you work it right, you can make a difference in their attitude. But hey, uh, I, I didn't mean to go on and all like this. You, you just wanted to borrow the bowl, didn't you? No, the man said. You've been very helpful. But would you please do me one more favor, if you would? Hey, I'll sure, I'll do anything, but I haven't done anything yet. The man said, oh, but you did. You see, I tell people why to serve, and you just told me how. Now, please, would you allow me the honor of washing your feet? And with that, Jesus knelt before him. Jesus came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, you are going to wash my feet? And Jesus replied, you do not realize what I'm doing, but Later you will understand. No, Peter said, you shall never wash my feet. And Jesus answered, unless I wash you, you have no part of me. We can understand Peter 
in those moments, can't we? After all, Jesus is Lord, amen? He is the one who has all the power. He is the one who has the right to tell us what to do. We are to be his servants, not the other way around, right? Well, Peter's response reflects the way that we think sometimes if you stop and think about it. He's expressing um, a certain amount of pride if you really think about it. And there are times when we do as well. I know a man who in his younger days got involved with a, a pretty rough crowd. By the way, Anybody in here have any stupid years? I, I can't see because the light's in my face. But I, I'm assuming there's one or two of you out there. Uh, I, your preacher has had some stupid years. Okay? This man, when he was in high school, started drinking and experimenting with drugs. Um, that continued all the way up till after he got married. He was still experiencing and, and, and experimenting with things of the world. Around 1990, uh, he and his wife had gone off on a vacation for a week, and they came back, and the house had caught fire when they were gone. And it was smoldering. My understanding is the, uh, the, there was actually a, a, somebody from the fire department that was keeping watch over the, the, the house. They had gone in there and they had, they had put the fire out before it got well out of control. But they found rooms that were full of marijuana plants. Way far more than what would be used for personal recreation purposes. Those plants cost him years behind bars. We're talking like 30 years ago. Today, this man is still racked with guilt over the things that he has done. And he has a hard time letting it go. Because you see, when he looks at himself, he sees someone who's not worthy of Jesus. Now, I'm talking about a guy that grew up in the church. I'm talking about a guy who has read through the Bible multiple times, both in his youth and as an adult. And I believe there is some sense of faith there. Yet, he has a really hard time forgiving himself. And because of that, he can't see why God or even how God could possibly forgive him. He wants the forgiveness. But when Jesus 
kneels down at his feet. He says, no, you'll never wash my feet. Perhaps you know someone like this too. Someone who wants to be close to the Lord, but for whatever reason sees themselves as unworthy of the service that our God gives to us freely through the Christ. You see, in John 13, this foot washing event, you know, it's only going to be less than 48 hours later that the Lord is going to do the greatest act of service ever done throughout all history. He will willingly stretch out his arms and be nailed to a cross and with his own blood he's going to wash our feet and make us clean. You got to like Peter though. You know because you know the story. You know from his response Peter wants all the Jesus he can get. He says Then, Lord, not just my feet, but my hands and my head as well. If getting his feet washed is going to mean acceptance, then he wants his whole body washed. And Jesus answered, a person who's had a bath need only to wash his feet. His whole body is clean. Now, on the surface... This really reflects the same thing that we do when you stop to think about it. When you receive an invitation for a banquet or a party, you prepare to go to that banquet or party, don't you? Ladies, what do you do? You're going to go find the right makeup. You might go get your hair done. Oh, none of those dresses in your closet are going to do. You're going to have to have a special dress Oh, and a special dress demands special shoes. And it demands special earrings. Oh my gosh, now we're going to have to paint the nails. Men, you know what you do, right? You go to your closet, you open the door, and you start sniffing pits in order to see if you got a clean one. But I suspect that somewhere along the line, what is it you do? You take a bath. You take a shower, right? See, same thing would happen in the ancient days. People would typically prepare for a banquet. Their feet would be dirty only because of the fact that they had to walk to wherever the banquet was taking place. So, on the surface, what Jesus is saying to Peter is only your feet are dirty, the rest of you are clean. Why? Because Peter had prepared himself up to a point. Now, maybe you have prepared yourself to come into a relationship with Jesus as well. 
Maybe you've been reading the scripture or, or maybe you've been reading it along with somebody else and you've been talking with them about the things that you're learning and, and you're learning from their experience with the scripture and, and you're learning about Jesus. Perhaps you've come to understand that when you pray, God will listen. And perhaps you've done everything except let Jesus Wash your feet. Maybe today is the day that you'll let Jesus serve you. You see, Paul says that Jesus took on the form of a servant, the human form that you and I share, and being found in the appearance of a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to death, even to death on a cross. Paul also writes, since we have been justified, acquitted, cleansed by his blood, how much more shall we be saved from God's wrath through Jesus? For if when we were his enemies, we were reconciled to him through the death of his son, how much more, having been reconciled, shall we be saved through his life? John tells us, If we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus, his son, purifies us from all sin. If we claim to be without sin, we declare, we deceive ourselves and truth is not in us. If we confess Our sin. He is faithful and just and will forgive us and purify us from all unrighteousness. So, will you allow God to serve you? Will you allow Him to to wash your feet? Will you allow the blood of the cross to cover your sin and make you clean and holy in his sight? Will you accept Jesus as your Savior and do it today? Father God, Sometimes your good news is so simple that it frightens us. Sometimes it's so simple that we can't even see it. And sometimes, Father, pride gets in the way. Sometimes, Father, we we forget that having a low sense of self can be made 
better because you see value in us. And when we turn to you, you raise us to something we can't be apart from you. We thank you, Father, that even before the world began, you decided to give us the right of free choice. And alongside of that, you decided that you would come and you would pay for our sin so that we can understand what freedom really is. We thank you, Father, for your willingness to wash our feet. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.